Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, my dear friends. Okay, just a really quick one from me to say, if you're listening to this on the day of release, today is the day where we get our good friend Cole to come to the Present and Sober membership and do a workshop all about internal family systems. Um, It's going to be super exciting and we're going to be doing more and more cool things like this. So it's not too late to join if you want to come and catch today's workshop live. And if you're listening to this after the fact, of course, you can access that the membership hub and get access to the replays and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like it's going to be amazing. Um, just that, just the event each month itself is going to be more than worth the price price of entry. So we'd just love to see you there. All right, team, I'm going to stop waffling and hand you over to me and Ellie Crow. See you there. Yeah, me to do. Let's get pretty simple again. Hello. Uh... <laughs> Go on, you start. Go. Ready to yawn. Go, 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 go. I was just blaming my crappy internet on the fact that it's raining. Mm. Uh, here we are. It's another Tuesday, another presence of a podcast episode for you. And it's a wonderful one because we have a member. I don't know whether to call this a question or a, a request. It's both really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a submission, uh, a, a request for a topic. Oh, that's very formal. <laughs> so for those of you that have been asleep, for the last few weeks, we've got a membership and you're very welcome to join us. And we've got some really cool stuff in there, including the ability to make a request for a personal podcast episode with your own question on. So that's what we're going to be um, doing today with one of our lovely members. Uh, We've also got some really cool events each month. So don't miss it, especially one that's coming up very, very, very soon. I'm just looking right. at like, am I supposed to say this or not? Because this is like evergreen. No, it's fine, but it's probably like the, this might be coming out after the fact. So yeah, if we'll you're listening let people to know. this in we'll 2026, people... then you can go back to the membership and and uh, go to the event. Right. So we've got somebody that's stuck. I guess I'm stuck. And it's Anna. Oh, Anna. Anna's stuck. I tr- but this is nice, right? I truly appreciate how you combine spirituality and humor. In my opinion, you model an ideal way to live, a uh, yeah. full and joyful alcohol-free yeah. lifestyle. Pure perfection. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> um, how cool is this? Happily nine months alcohol-free. Congratulations. Ooh. That's awesome. My question is related to this journey of self-discovery and improvement that we find ourselves on with all of this clarity. And then the, the question... Related somewhat to shadow work, so uh, I love love this bit. I just feel like I'm living in an alternate universe. You are, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and I don't know what to believe anymore. The people around me just don't get it, the two of you get it, and uh, some of my fellow uh, membership fans, fans, people, classmates get it. But how do I live with all of these muggles that still drink? What's a muggle? in harry potter come on mate i don't moving on don't do that 
Uh, seriously, though, it's like they don't see the issues that are right in front of their face and they have all of their priorities backwards. For example, a crisis can happen the night before and then the next morning this person is whistling and talking about plans for going to Jazz Fest in May. I bite my tongue, but are you blind? And I love this bit. Maybe the problem is me. <laughs> Help. <laughs> and I think a lot of this is to do, like, I, there's... Uh... I think a lot of that's to do with kind of the crisis might be related to alcohol as well, that kind of thing. People drinking is that was my kind of my kind of read of it. I might be wrong. I'm making an assumption, but, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Um, OK, I love this. I the first thing that leapt out at me and I know we kind of said, well, you are in a separate reality. But here's here's the thing that's really worth knowing, like all jokes aside. And I know we are the funniest people on the planet um, living a perfect life. Hang on, funniest people in the universe. Yeah, there you go. But all jokes aside, in the multiverse, all jokes aside, um, we are. We're literally in a separate reality, right? So even I could compare notes with Ellie and we see we see lots of things. It would appear with a varying degree of alignment and there's loads of other people in my life, but no one sees the world like anyone else. Like we're literally all in our own bubble. We have our own upbringing, conditioning, imprinting. It started in the womb potentially before that, right? We're carrying all these karmic imprints. We've got all this stuff going on. It's like fascinatingly amazing how different my reality would be to somebody else's. Even if I'm sat in a coffee shop and I'm like, yeah, I enjoyed the taste of that coffee. And someone's like, yeah, I enjoyed the taste of that coffee. Are we tasting the same thing? Is it the same experience? Do we mean the same thing by enjoy? Like, you know, there's, there's so much stuff that's going on. So but this is an important point, as it looks to me, because if we're not all living in our own reality tunnel or bubble, then that means there's one reality that we're all accessing. And what if we believe that's the case, then we essentially, I don't know what's going on with Ellie Crow. She's having a, she's having a moment. She can't, can you not hear me? Oh, no, it's come back. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry. That's all right. No, it's fine. If I was just, I was just sort of saying that one of the implications of of not seeing innocently that we are literally living in our own bubble, in our own reality tunnel, right? It's got all these infinite reasons as to why mine looks different to yours. It's a lot more complicated than just having a few different thoughts and beliefs and stuff. Like it's a whole different special effects department built from the ground up. If I don't know that, and I think there's one reality that we're all dialing into. If some other, if other people are doing things that are seemingly men, like crazy, I'm like, well, how is that person doing that? It will look like, well, I could just kind of teach them to see the world like me. And then, and then it would all kind of sort itself out, but no one ever will. Like no one will ever see the world like me. No one will ever see the world like Anna. No one will ever see the world like Ellie. No one will ever see the world like each of Ellie's beautiful kids. They've all got their own way of seeing the world. Well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's meant to be like that, but the, there is a, it, there's a bit like it's a it's a big misunderstanding that most of us have that there is like one reality and we're all trying to figure out the middle ground on it right it's much more beautiful to accept that that's not the truth and that we all have our own way of seeing the world and it makes other people fascinating at that point there's much less at stake you know we're not trying to train people into seeing the world as we see it we're just curious as to how they see the world it doesn't mean anything about us right mm -hmm. there's and th this is the the nature of conflict that we stand in our truth and have this um, 
you know, steadfastness that that that's that that's the only way that it is because that's mm. what we feel. Mm. And and yes, it's it's one hundred percent true to us, one hundred percent true. That's exactly as it is because that's our experience. That's what we are feeling. But that's not the entire truth. The entire truth is what somebody else is feeling too, and it can be so hard. Like particularly, I think that there was what was the comment about biting my tongue? So like we we will have that kind of like visceral reaction, and we like the the mind wants to sort between this and that, likes the certainty of how things are. It's all binary. And so we don't we don't really want to give ground and uh, feel into what somebody else's experience might be. And I think largely because we never can. You never can. You can make attempts at, you can um, invite, you can ask questions, you can... Um, you can make some assumptions, a bit like we're going to have to make some assumptions with the question. But even if somebody explicitly tells you what their experience is like, so, you know, I've had a, had a ding-dong with um, kids this morning and it's like, wow, part of me doesn't doesn't even want to go there because I'm cross in my own reality of like, oh, this is how it is. And, um, you know, my my ordinary mind wants wants to be right. They're wrong, I'm right. And it's like the, the tension's right there. And, and and you have to soften through that to then start to pave a way to meet somebody else in their reality as best you can. And and with the kids, like sometimes, I mean, that's what, what I was kind of saying earlier about God, isn't that the truth? Because they'll start to explain something to me and I'm like, that just doesn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever. So Pearl, Pearl's rationale for why she was um, going up like a bloody rocket this morning i'm like i'm looking at her as she's explaining it to me like that literally makes it. i didn't say this to her but it behind my eyes it's like this makes no fucking sense to me at all of course it doesn't of course it doesn't because i'm not in her skin but i can recognize that reaction in myself and then make an attempt to stand down and uh i, I don't have to um adopt her way of being thinking feeling but what do I do have to do? I have to appreciate that that is her experience. I have to like, I I have to allow her her experience. That's it. It yeah. is exactly as it is. It isn't any other. And I, I can um, dig my heels in. But then what what's that going to do? It's going to amplify the conflict. She feels that she's a hundred percent right. I feel I'm a hundred percent right. And so we go on. Yeah, I love that, Byron Katie. She says something like. Uh... We don't hear what other people say. We imagine what they mean. Yeah. And that's like absolutely true because the words float towards us. Yeah. And then we create what we think those words mean for well, us. They mean something entirely different. And so the thing about shadow to, to like kind of lean in on the kind of the shadow, the un the kind of unconscious self um, and the kind of Jungian way of thinking about things is that when th when those words flow into our kind of through our senses and into our reality and we create their meaning often it's like oh i'm annoyed by this or this image in front of me is causing this impact but what we often innocently fail to see is that actually it's bringing stuff up for us to pro all it's it's actually telling us about our interpretations and judgments of the world that's not telling us about those people like 
it's completely possible. I know this because it's happened for me um, to be able to hang around with people who are doing all sorts of things I'd never do, drinking, doing all sorts of like bad shit I wouldn't do. And the, I'm going to talk about boundaries in a minute. I'm going to separate that for a second. And to mm. have a fantastic time, to be surrounded by people that are literally doing things that I would never do in a million years with how the world looks to me right now, right? I might have done them a few years ago, but these days I'm like, no thanks, right? Um, and have a great time. And there's also the, the you know, this thing around if, if there's like, a, we have to lean into our wisdom around this. It may be that we're not setting out our boundaries, right? So if I decide to go out and, and hang out somewhere where people are doing a bunch of things that I'd never do, some of those things I might be like, yeah, I just don't want to be around this. That's my boundary. That's okay. Like, that's fine. I can lean into that. But a lot of the time, it's that we're feeling our judgments of them and 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 innocently not allowing them their process. Because I love what you said. It's like, you know, we have to let someone have their experience of reality. Yeah, sure. Of course we do. And you know, I could go back in time and talk to myself for 10 years ago. I'd have told myself to do one. I'd have been like, I don't really care if you're me from the future. Can you go away? Because I'm getting on with my life with how it looks to me right now, please. And that process of like emotional processing and just allowing people their way of doing it. You know, we can't speed it up for people. All we can do is kind of be there in connection with them. And and look, we may come to the realization and the conclusion that, that there are certain people that are at a certain place where we don't want to be hanging out with them because actually, like, for example, if I, if one of my mates who I love dearly suddenly went through a shoplifting phase, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking hang out with them and shoplift, right? I'd be like, I'd like trying to, and I like, I'd be trying to understand it and listen to them. And I might be like, right, my boundary, man. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think while you're, whatever it is you're going through, like I, I have a boundary around this, right? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going shoplifting. It's just a stupidly lots outrageous example, but it, okay. no, but lots of people do that, you know. Well, do, like, well, like actually, well, just get caught up and do it with their friends or whatever. Well, do it like every now and again, like a fully grown. I mean, I'm like fully, fully grown adults going to me like, yeah, like they pilfer stuff. It's a I've bit got... like the testing. Um, uh, so, uh, friends of mine who shall remain nameless, when you know, when like the whole self scanning stuff started to, yeah. Um, to, to be a thing, joints and meat. It was just like, you know, let, let's see what we can get away with. And I was horrified. And then um, back in the day when I was with the husband, he went through the self-checkout thing and he, he didn't steal anything. But what he did was, you know, when it asks you how many bags you've used. Oh, and um, underestimate. No, he, he put, no, but it, it was like, he put in, I'm sure it was a bag thing. He put in that he'd used more bags than he had to get more points. And and he put something outrageous in and it found him out and the lights went off and he got humiliated because, um, like, if you're going to steal something from Tesco's, maybe not the points, but the joint and meat. So, yeah. But then yeah, there was somebody, somebody else I used to work with that used to steal greetings cards. And it was, it was like a, I don't know, it was like a little game that they had with what? But you can get it. The thing is, the one thing that even though that might not make any sense, um, and maybe there's a lot of people listening to this thinking, yeah, I did a few things like that. Either recent, like I've got, I've got, I know I have a few mates who, I mean, I they're not friends, actually. They used to be who I know are still off doing thing like things like that. And I, you know, I just it's just but I it makes sense to them. Right doesn't mean that I have to 
hang around with them. There's a whole bunch of people that are doing things that make sense to them that to me are horrific. And I'm really glad that they're, that we have prisons and that they're being kept off the street and stuff. But I have compassion for them. I'm like, gosh, like what must the world look like in order for that to make sense? You know, those two things don't look to be separate. So mm-hmm. the thing around this is that if we're watching these people and we're like, how on earth is this making sense? How could they possibly be going out one night, getting absolutely smashed, saying they're never going to drink again or whatever, then waking up the next morning and making plans for this thing and that thing or whatever, you know, like how could that be happening? It's like, you know, I'm sure for many of us, if we take an honest look at some of the behaviors that we've done, like I've done stuff like that. Sure. I've you turned on stuff like <laughs> under the influence of alcohol, or the things we say or do or whatever. And, you know, we're never going to drink again. And then a few days later, there we are with a bottle of wine in our hand or whatever. And I think a lot of it is compassion and curiosity and, you know, connection. And ultimately, I don't think we have to necessarily see 100% eye to eye with other people in order to connect with them, right? Someone could have a very different view of the world to us. What determines whether we connect with them is whether we're insecure about their view of the world or not. Hmm. If we're insecure about their view of the world, or if we think it means something about us or something like that, then we may struggle to connect. But if it's like a source of curiosity for us, it we may fall deeply into connection with people we seemingly don't have that much in common with. Mm. I, I just think it would be a really boring place to be if everybody saw things in exactly the same way. You bet. And I was coaching somebody, I think it was yesterday, and they they, they were dealing with something, um, you know, fairly uh, kind of heavyweight. And uh, I was referencing, like, how wonderful it is to be in a community of folks that aren't necessarily trying to, like they're not seeing you as broken, they're not seeing you as you need to be fixed and uh, have, you know, enough about, like have done enough of this kind of work to be able to uh, be with themselves in their own experience whilst you're having your experience Mm. versus being around people that kind of, like you say, are feeling insecure and, um, codependent and want you to be okay so they can be okay and we were just reflecting on like what a different experience it is because as we know you know if you choose to not numb you're going to feel everything and we we're around people that are all sorts of uh, are at all sorts of different stages of this and to be able to be in environments and company and um, community where people aren't like the, the instant reaction isn't to try and fix something, but to be with you through something. Mm. I think it's highly, highly valuable. So I'm, you know, I, the way I see it is that all of these, it, it was interesting what you said earlier about it's always and um you know ultimately it's not about them it's about us and it's kind of this indicator that there's there's something for us to to consider which is why I love the end of the question of like what what did she say maybe the problem is me well I wouldn't say there's a problem mm. but I would say that there's there's an an indicator that's kind of pointing to to something um useful w- w- uh, within yourself but all of these opportunities uh all of these moments of uh 
misunderstanding or conflict. They're all opportunities to deepen intimacy and connection. So it's to me, it's not that it's a bad thing or a problem or something to be fixed. It's an invitation to see things with you know a greater degree of perspective, mm. um, with a, a an open heart. All of what you said earlier about curiosity, like how interesting, how interesting. Like I may I may not have got what Pearl was um, uh, feeling earlier today, but how? It, but was it interesting? Yeah, it's fascinating how she sees her world and her reality yeah um, kids are a really great source for that because they're still in the like particularly at kind of pearl's age chester's age well no everyone's like kids generally like depending on where they're at they're going to be like half in the world of sort of what we would deem to be like the real world and half in the world of fantasy and half the world of this and half the world of that and guessing and they don't know how the world works right we don't know how it works either but we think we do. We think we do, yeah. yeah. So we we get to this point where we're like, yeah, but I know how the world works now. So kids are a fascinating source of curiosity. When we listen to how they see the world and how they talk and that kind of blending of like, we, what, as I say, what we would call reality and fantasy, but what, there is none. Like we're creating it all the time, right? Yeah, we're all yeah, creating yeah. it all the time. Yeah. I love that. I, um, oh, something occurred to me a second ago. Oh yeah, I love what you said. I love what you said about, you know, there being something for us. It's like, I think every single thing that happens to us in life, everything, no exceptions, is grist for the mill, as Ram Dass Yes, yeah. There, it's like, it's all there as an opportunity for awakening. And, and that's like, you know, for many of us, we can be like, fuck you. Like, that doesn't sound cool. Like, the, the fact that that happened to me or whatever, that that doesn't sound like it's an opportunity for awakening, like that horrific thing that happened or whatever. And it's like, mm. but there is a way in which at the soul's level, depends where we're looking from, you know, at the soul's level, I think everything is like a, is like a, is a sacred opportunity for us to, to see something and to grow and all that, even the most difficult things through to the most beautiful things, you know, mm -hmm. it's, um, and, and, you know, it's, whoa. And, uh, I've got, it's <laughs> dancing. It's coming. I'm just doing some interpretive dance. Um, and it's the, the only, the part of us that kind of would kick back against something like that. I like the, you know, the shadow parts or ego parts, which are all welcome, you know, like it's, um, we don't have any bad parts, right? We just have parts that we've innocently not listened to that that are flaring up and uh, trying to like get their voice heard or whatever. And they've been kind of, you know, gone down gone down a dodgy path for a bit because they weren't listened to. So they said, right, well, I'm taking things into my own hands. But once they listen to, they tend to drop those things. And, and, and we, because the shadow, this is, I think, because I know that Anna's kind of early, as she said, in her kind of exploration of shadow work. I love the metaphor. Um, but I think a lot of it is for a lot of people, we can, it, it feels a little bit like, oh God, but this is kind of heavy and, but you know, the shadow is not just this dark, heavy stuff. It's there's this gold, the golden shadow, all the ways, all the things that we're kind of like, uh, know that we're capable of all the things we'd love to bring into being that we've been a bit frightened, the most glorious parts of ourselves. And it's all welcome. It's all welcome. You know, one of the things that, um, as lots of our listeners will know, like I sort of do more and more work and look more and more into the world of plant medicine. One of the things that the medicines generally like across the board teach us is that it's all safe. It's all okay. Suffering mm -hmm. sacred. 
you know you're here in this human form and you're gonna you're gonna have a roller coaster ride but it's it's safe it will feel like it will get if you forget you're on a ride then it will start get seemingly getting very very serious um you know very very quickly um so yeah i think everybody out there they're on their own process they're doing what makes sense to them based on the understanding that they've got and look there are people it's hard when it's people that we love around us if they're continuing to drink or take drugs or whatever it might be and we're like oh, i just wish this person could see what i've seen of course we can honor that and and accept that but but i think just finding that connection and loving people and listening to them because the thing is what's the what's the thing that's going to most likely lead anybody into an insight that's going to change things for them well it's going to be a feeling of connection and being loved and not being judged so in some kind of crazy ironic way it's it's just in just settling settling and just being with people and being curious and listening to them that's where they're most likely to have an insight anyway that's where it's most likely going to come from um so it's super simple what as we always say like almost too simple the brain goes no there's got to be something better than that there must be like a different how to it can't just be being curious and accepting people as they are couldn't be that simple but mm. it is that simple mm. And accepting people as they are doesn't mean that you have to expose yourself to things that don't feel right or no. put up with shitty behaviour. Don't expose yourself. <laughs> don't, certainly don't expose yourself in your cosmic badger. Oh, hello, ladies. Um, keep your clothes on. But no, yeah, no, it's true. Like that's a very, it's a key distinction because I think a lot of what we hear is that is that, okay, so yeah, like accepting other people and accepting where they're at and accepting that what makes sense to them is what makes sense to them doesn't then mean that I have to be in their presence and get like punched. If someone's going through a punch everybody in the face phase, like, I don't have to stand there and get punched in the face. people that you know. Well, I'm just using extreme shoplifting examples. Like these buckets of people in your life, they're the, they're sh the shoplifting gang, the punching yeah. people in the face gang. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just sort of using extreme examples, but... Yeah, well, people do all sorts. I, I was, I was stood. Um, I won't tell you where I was, but I was stood somewhere the other day, and uh, and I was like, "Why won't you tell me where you were?" <laughs> so I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, there's two people stood behind me, two youngish lads, um, probably like early twenties. So I so want to say something massively. <laughs> I'm not gone. Please continue. Well, the, I, I was kind of like, oh, I, I was stuck there for ages. So naturally. Like I'm hearing their conversation, and 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 it was kind of like all like you know just fairly innocent stuff to begin with, and then they started talking about. I think one of them had been on like a, I guess what would have been in my day an eighteen to, was it an eighteen to thirties? You know those holidays. Yeah, that's the, that's in the distant past. Up go Sam's eyebrows. Yeah, we're not allowed to go now. We're too old. Um, <laughs> when one. We'll talk about that. that's a whole other episode. Yeah. So this this young lad's talking about one of the things who's like, oh, I have to go on the boat party and da, da, da. and he said, and because I to begin with, I was kind of like, Oh yeah, how cute. Yeah, you know, I used to go on holiday when I was young and da da da. And and then he said one of the games was um line up all of the guys and a girl has to slap a guy across the face. And um, if the slap across the face isn't deemed good enough, whatever good enough is, then he gets the opportunity to 
basically hit her in the face. Right? I mean, and, 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 and I just, but I had like this like visceral feeling in my body of just like, oh my fucking God, like pe- people, not only would somebody do that, but that would be classed as entertainment. Oh, and that's, I I mean, I think that compared to some of the shit that's going on out there, that's like. That's quite tame. Yeah, but it's just, it it was just kind of like this, like little, like thread of, you know, kind of humiliating other people and. But that's a level of consciousness thing, right? Oh. And I can't imagine, you know, yeah. I mean, thankfully there was nothing like that on the one I went on. It was much more, it was much more tame. I mean, it's, it, it is a, it is a story for another day, but basically it was a cheap holiday and I didn't do any of the activities I was supposed to go. I just, I just had a cheap holiday. Did, did your cosmic badger make an appearance? No, only, only, no, only, only in the, I was going to say only in the privacy of my own room, but like, that sounds <laughs> dodgy as well. <laughs> Not like that. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was all right, but yeah. No, that kind of stuff, you're right. And yeah, like we have to, we can protect ourselves from that, except that that stuff is happening and all the rest of it. And yeah, I mean, it's funny because it, it seemingly, it would seem that if we are experiencing, like like to just go back to the original point and i don't know if this is a like a nice place to kind of come to an end or if there's anything else we want to talk about with this but if there were one reality then things like you just said like obviously when we look at them we're going to be like well they're either stupid uh <laughs> like like crazy or just br- like wrong with the wrong between broken and wrong it's wrong 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 um that's a t-shirt it's a cat um, that one yeah wrong wrong this is uh brilliant um but yeah but they're you know but they are doing what makes sense. And as I say, that means we don't have to go on the boat and get slapped in the exactly. face. Well, yes, exactly. You know? It's Yeah. I mean, this is this is the thing. I think it's one of the greatest gifts of this journey is your your discernment. Yeah. To take care of yourself, to, to value yourself enough. And I don't just mean your physical body, but to value yourself enough to discern what... Uh, what is okay, what's not okay, what you're going to let in, what mm. you're, like, think of yourself like a custodian of your psyche and a, and a gatekeeper. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I won't be going on the boat party. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, you know, there, there are, um, there are decisions that I make on the regular around, you know, like the news is a great one, you know, deciding not, no longer to consume the news. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, there's all sorts of decisions that you may be um, confronted with, and the thing to know is that you've got, you know, your inner guidance system is always on, always there, and and that's the thing to to tune into, you know. So when I had kind of that vis- visceral reaction from what I was, you know, eavesdropping in on, <laughs> it's um. It's 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 this gentle alert to something that's you know tender in my heart and something that 
um, may be useful for me to pay attention to. Uh, and, you know, as I was saying earlier, it's, it's not, not about them and, uh, you know, their activities necessarily. It's about something that's alive in me. Yeah. And I mean, I think the beautiful thing about that is maybe, maybe this time around this, this life, we will burn off a lot of the kind of judgments we do or don't have about other people. Maybe we won't, right? It doesn't, it seems less important than realizing that wisdom and who we really are is, isn't those judgments at the end of the day. So we, we're listening to someone, something comes up, you know, when, when I say judgment, I don't necessarily just mean, you know, oh, he's an asshole. And I mean, just mean like the fact that we're like, we're having some kind of resistance to what's being shared or being said. Mm. It's possible for us to notice that drop into a space of compassion rather mm. than like anger or something like that. Absolutely. And then our wisdom to guide us to, I don't know, move to protect someone like if we feel like they're at threat or something like that, like it, I don't think that like the judgment isn't the thing that's required to access the wisdom to do the thing around protection or boundaries or moving forwards mm. or doing nothing or whatever. Cause a lot of the time seemingly it looks like doing nothing isn't, a, isn't an option and actually doing nothing can be an incredibly powerful thing, but it depends on the situation, right? Yeah. So 100%, yeah. Having yeah. that moment of pause is very powerful. So I'm really excited for Anna because I think there's a huge amount of stuff for her to see. And, you know, I think we go, it's so easy. We go kind of like outside in, in the sense that we believe that our experience is coming from many other places other from than from within us all the time, you know, like it just happens to us all the time. Um, and it's okay. Then we wake up and we, we can remember, but the real, the real kind of beautiful work, um and learning from this is knowing that it's all safe mm. it's okay uh to experience all that stuff and to just yeah what mm. what cool discussion what, what an awesome little um prompt as well i'd love to if anyone's got got anything <laughs> to share like we'd love to or any any other questions you'd like to ask or any other follow-ons to the podcast be sure to come in to the membership and submit a follow-on or another question or whatever yeah uh, yeah we'd love to yeah. see it and the thing that I also think would be really cool about this, and it'd be wonderful when we get to uh, when we get to our next membership event, uh, no doubt we'll hear from Anna, and it'd be wonderful to uh, to catch up on this, having had you know like j just even with just the time of like when you birth something like this into the world, when you like put yourself out there naturally between the point at which Anna penned this and now. Yeah. Exactly. She's naturally going to have, you know, had an experience anyway, and and it's like mm. likely shifted. And I think the thing that's the thing that I'm really interested in is what is it like for her to hear her own words reflected back? Mm. Because so many times I've um, caught myself it, not not in the moment because I'm um, I'm wrapped up in it, but but as soon as I externalise it, it's usually when I go I'll go into satsang. And I'll put, I'll get my brave boots on and put my little hand up and I'll ask my question of my teacher. And as I hear myself speaking it, I'm going, oh God. <laughs> like I can just see all this stuff that wasn't visible to me a moment ago. Mm. So it, it'd be really interesting to hear from Anna at some point around like, you know, what, what it was like to listen to this episode to kind of hear, even before we've spoken to it, to kind of hear her own yeah. words. Um, yeah, and that occurred to me as well because it's been a couple of weeks, maybe longer between yeah. asking this being created. So, yeah. Mm. Awesome. All right, team. Come join. Come join us. 
come join us and uh and, and those members in there get your get your your requests or yeah. your questions or your submissions in depending on what you want to call it mm. so we can get them we can get a few banked up um the um yeah. yeah and please feel free you know wherever you're at feel free to ask there's there's always going to be people that are going to be you know interested in in the questions that you ask if it's stuff that we've kind of covered at some point in the podcast don't be afraid to ask again don't be afraid to, yeah i mean like i'm pretty sure that a lot of the stuff that we recorded in year one you know i, I imagine if we recorded it now things would look really different yeah. to us. yeah do you remember when we listened back to that first episode together and oh, we were like oh never, my god never doing oh. that again. it's like um, it's like hearing yourself 10 years ago yeah uh, painful right <clears throat> I don't know why I did that. Y-M-C-A. Okay, love you. See you later. Say something Bye. profound. That'll do.